Let us open our Bibles to Psalm 124. Psalm 124. These eight verses may be simply divided into three sections. The first five verses are describing God, the Lord Jehovah's great deliverance of Israel from a serious enemy. We do not know from the words of the psalm what enemy that was or what occurrence or event is described here, but it was a it was an event where if it hadn't been for the Lord being on their side, they were going to be overwhelmed, swallowed up, destroyed. And so in the first five verses, a brief description of that great deliverance is made. Then in verses 6 and 7, they break into worship and bless the Lord for having so saved them and delivered them. And then in the eighth verse, there is a declaration of their confidence in his future deliverance. Those three divisions might help us as we read it. Let's all stand together and read about the sovereignty of God and our inability to do anything or to escape our enemies without Him. Together. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, Then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Amen and amen. You may be seated. I love the word of God, and every word of it I trust and hope and do believe. And I hope you do with me. I look at these first two verses, and a part of me is amused by wanting to ask, did the Holy Spirit lose his train of thought while inspiring David so he repeated himself in the second verse? I trow not, as the Lord Jesus Christ would say. I rejoice that the statement is repeated twice for obvious emphasis, and we ought to be saying the same things. Today, October 23rd, 2011, if it had not been for the Lord being on our side, we would not be here. There are so many things that have come up in our lives, and we know how weak each of us is that we would not be here. But it's by God's grace and mercy that we are here. If it had not been the Lord Jehovah who was on our side, Now may Israel say, because they knew that their deliverance from whatever this calamity had been was by the Lord Jehovah and Him alone. I want you to know that when you feel very lonely, when you feel that you are alone, there is someone on your side. And I hardly like to use the word someone, because it's the Lord Jehovah. And when He's on your side, as some have said, you're in the majority, even though it's only... Him 
and you. When he's on your side, you have all the power. When he's on your side, you have all the wisdom. Praise his glorious name. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, then calamity would have struck when men rose up against us. A plurality of men. And when you read the accounts given to us in the Bible of Israel's wars and Israel's battles, they were usually had terrible odds against them in those conflicts. Terrible odds. But odds should not bother us like they didn't bother Jonathan and his armor bearer. Armor bearer, are you bored? I'm bored. The Philistines are over there. Everyone else is sitting around here playing cards under the oak tree. Let's go take on the garrison of the Philistines because it doesn't matter with the Lord whether there's many or few. My heart is with thine heart. Let's go. They come to a cliff, and the Philistines are at the top of the cliff. Not the best advantage. Armor bearer, let's see what they if they ask us to come up. If they ask us to come up, then we know the Lord's given them into our hands. Well, the Philistines say, come up here, we'll teach you a thing or two. So these two men climb up a cliff. And upon a half acre of ground, it says, they slew 20 of them. And then the Lord sent a trembling through that whole host. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, don't ever feel alone. Don't ever be scared. If the Lord is on your side, He is better than any physician. He is better than any group of physicians. If the Lord is on your side, He's better than any financial manager. He's better than any employment recruiter. The Lord is on our side. They would have swallowed us up quick. Their wrath, when their wrath was kindled against us. If you've had people angry with you, or you have an enemy that is angry with you, you have an answer for it right here, that when the anger of men is kindled against you and their wrath rises against you, if the Lord is on your side, who cares? He should speak peace to your soul, not to be afraid of them. Sometimes he would tell his kings, stand still. And see the salvation of God. I'll do it all for you. Just watch. Those are recorded for us in the Bible, and that's why we read our Bibles. But if the Lord had not been our side, verse 4 tells us, the waters had overwhelmed us. The first reference to liquid or fluid or waters. The stream had gone over our soul. There's the second, verse 5. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Three times... Their enemies, in this particular case, are described as water. The water here is a metaphor describing that overpowering force that water has when it sweeps over us. Sometimes the Bible says that the waters roll over our souls and you feel like you're drowning because it is a very frightening situation that you're in and it's, the billows are rolling over your soul like they did the Lord Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane, on trial and on the cross. But the Lord strengthened him by angels and came to him. Waters. We read of floodwaters and we read of the flood. And we read of streams rising against their banks. The uh, the states of Missouri and others 
adjacent to them just a few months ago were afraid of floodwaters because they're so powerful. They work away the soil. They work away the levees that are there to protect the people. They wash away houses. Your house is no protection against water when it comes from the side. It'll wash your house away. And so it was with these enemies. They were going to sweep Israel before them. And this is the description of this calamity that Israel faced. And if it hadn't been for the Lord being on their side, they would have been washed away. They break into worship in verses 6 and 7. Blessed be the Lord. There's the same name of their God from the first verse and the same name of the God they bless in the eighth verse. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. All the Lord has to do is withhold His grace, mercy, and protection, and you would be eaten and devoured alive by your enemies or by whatever other calamity might face you. Do you remember Esther standing in the court of Ahasuerus? When she entered that court after three days and three nights of fasting and prayer, if Ahasuerus did not lift up his royal scepter to say that he accepted her presence in there and she could approach his throne, it was over for her. And if it weren't for the Lord raising his royal scepter and speaking the royal word to the angelic host, the watchers that are our protectors, we would be swept away. We would not find his acceptance and approval and deliverance, but he has. And so the statement is, Blessed be the Lord, who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. A bird is not a very powerful creature at all. And once a bird is inside of a net, what can a bird do? But the Lord broke the net, broke the snare, opened it up, so that the bird was able to fly away. And we have flown away. And we sing, I'll fly away yet. Because we're going to fly away from the net of death and sin and bondage and hell that was cast over us by the devil in the Garden of Eden. But the Lord has delivered us as a bird out of the snare of fowlers. We are escaped. And as we look at a psalm like this, since we're not going to gird on swords and pick up spears and halberds and go out this afternoon and take on the Philistines or the Hittites, we need to remember the enemies that we have had and how we have been delivered from them. And I'm not even referring to men. We have been delivered from generations of past Christians who gave their lives at the stake and gave their lives in the Colosseum and gave their lives in prison dungeons. But I'm speaking of being delivered from sin, death, hell, and the devil. We have escaped because the Lord has given us the victory. He spoke the word and delivered our souls. And and so, because of what he did for Israel, because of what he has done for us in various ways, we say in the 8th verse, Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Creation is such an important thing for us to never forget. Creation is such an important thing for us to recall and mention in our prayers. Creation is such a foundational truth because the God that we worship made heaven and earth. The creator of heaven and earth who could speak all this into existence has no problem with your problems. Because he made heaven and earth. 
if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, I'm sure that you, because I can, think of many times in my life, if it had not been the Lord who was on my side, I wouldn't be here today. And I wouldn't have the love for him that I have today if it had not been for the Lord being on our side. But he was, and blessed be the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Amen.